Good afternoon, folks. This is Aisha, and I am here to talk about Black Girl in Eugene. So I had this wonderful idea that I was like, I was a Black woman, obviously. Um, Well, I don't know if that's obvious, but I am a Black woman. I was born in Eugene, Oregon. Um, And Eugene, Oregon, for some of you may know, is in the Pacific Northwest. And just by geographical knowledge, um, there's not a lot of black folks here. Matter of fact, my family was one of the first 12 families, black families, to settle in Eugene. Um, And we were never welcomed here. Um, And as time goes on, you know, we make our own spot as black folks do. So my experience as being a black woman in Eugene um, is unique because uh, I grew up in Eugene. And most of the time, as I have grown up, I've always been the only black girl in my class. Uh, sometimes in the whole town that I lived in, we were the only black family. Um, it, I was the only black girl in my class all the way through middle school. And I moved away as a teenager um, and I came back and when I came back, I was still the only black woman. And now as a black woman, I'm the only black, I think there's two black people where I work. Um, so anyway, this podcast is about my experience, um, being an isolated, educated, um, aware, woke, if I may, um, woman, sister, big family, beautiful children, um, and experiencing this level of passive, overt, sometimes now that Trump's in office, some covert, um, and Okay. Sorry about that. I, um, I got interrupted. So I'm going to have to go back and edit some of this. So um, anyway, now that Trump's here, we got a bunch of overt racism going on. Covert racism is the way it works in Eugene. Passive racism. Um, we've got passive aggressive everything. It's been very hard growing up here. And it, it, it does something to you. It gives you the sense of insecurity, even though you are but you believe in your blackness, you believe in your strength, you believe in your family, and you still have this undertone of, of insecurity and in, in what isolation does to someone over years and years and years. Um, so what I plan on doing with this podcast is inviting some of my, my girlfriends who are also black women um, over the years that have, that have lived here, some who are still here, some who have moved on, um, and uh, some who are, are no longer move, living here, but can definitely reflect on their experience. It'll be candid conversations. I'm sure there'll be some laughter. I am literally going to put this podcast on play, and we are going to have, you know, lunch or, or, or wine or whatever, and we're just going to talk about it. 
because that is the most healing thing that I can think of that I can do for myself. I believe every time I have these conversations with my friends and with other women of color, it's such a natural conversation. We're looking for each other. We're thirsty for for companionship and camaraderie and and just the need to to see each other. It's it's so it's so desperate at times that when we see another woman and we see each other, we're like, oh, black girl, I see you. Ooh, let's talk for a second. Come here. Oh my gosh, your hair is wonderful. Your skin is so brown. I'm it's beautiful. We literally have to say those things to each other because it'll be another two, three weeks, another two months before I see another woman or a man that I can say, I see you too. So this podcast, I believe, will bring um, revelations. It will bring pain in the most trauma-informed, gentle way that pain can allow growth. And growth will happen. And I'm excited for it. Um, So welcome to my podcast. And...